Well, welcome to another edition of the MJM podcast, but today it's just M and uh, Pastor Marty and uh, with me virtually, uh, keeping our social distance, is Miss Linda, our uh, Grace Kids director, and Pastor Nate, our student ministry pastor with uh, Grace Student Ministries. And uh, we're going to have a conversation today that... Um, just talks about kids, students, and parents, and uh, this whole environment that we're in today of being at home, having extended time together. Sometimes that sounds like a dream. That sounds like a, a great thing uh, that uh, we hope for, and uh, yet it also brings challenges. So, uh, Nate and Nate, why don't you just say hi to everybody, and uh, then Miss Linda, you can uh, welcome everybody as well. Hey, everybody, it's Nate. Uh, good to be with you. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's Miss Linda, and it's so good to be here with you guys virtually and uh, to share our thoughts and um, just what we might uh, help you with. So, in my message uh, last Sunday. I made a couple of statements about parenting, and I, I said that parenting has always been hard, but parenting in the time of the coronavirus and, and the stay-at-home order uh, has made everything that was once simple feel difficult, and everything that was already difficult may feel impossible. So today, we just want that conversation all about um, how as parents, how as students, and even children, if children are listening, how we can maneuver this time together. So here's the first question, and Miss Linda, we'll let you go first, and then Nate, you can respond. Um, you've had interactions with um, parents and kids um, regarding the crisis. What are you hearing, and what are you sensing um, it, that is some of the things that uh, people are dealing with? I, I think um, that I'm hearing from the kids. I actually have made phone calls to kids and talked to them, quite a few of them individually, and just shared uh, with them about what I'm doing, how my routine has changed and what I'm doing, but also asking, you know, what are you up to? What are some of the things you're doing? I hear lots of good things. They are excited. Um, Many of them share uh, the different things that they're out doing. Most of them have been out in, in the yard. It's been kind of neat. They've been out in the yard, and they've come in to talk with me. Um, but we have um, uh, spent time talking together. And for parents, I think um, I haven't talked to, to as many parents other than on Facebook. I've been doing some Facebook posts. Uh, I With my mother and the situation I had with my mother passing away, I spent some time uh, uh, to myself and grieving a little bit, but now I am, um, calling and talking to the kids, visiting with the kids, and I'm seeing them kind of excited about what they're doing. I think they do have some fears. They're not, um, they didn't share those with me. Um, I'm hoping that they are talking to parents and the parents are listening. Um, but those are some things going on with me and the Grace Kids and what I'm doing. We've sent out letters and things like that uh, to pick to the kids via uh, Miss Lana has done some to her preschool, and we've had Miss Pam do some to the to uh, the elementary kids. 
uh, just checking in on them and letting them know we're thinking about them. So, so, so Miss Linda, um, you had mentioned something about their fears and you would encourage parents to just have conversation with their children, right? I absolutely would. I think they've got to be pretty sensitive to the things that are going on, especially in the preschoolers. They're, they're not going to be able to vocalize exactly what's happening or what they're feeling. But I think parents will notice some of the changes going on. There may be some bedwetting starting, things like that that they normally wouldn't see happening. Um, just different things that they need to keep their eyes open to see um, you know, the changes going on in the children. But yeah, to talk about it, I think it's important. Um, kids, the little kids are not going to be able to verbalize, um, oh, uh, that, that they're, they don't know why they're afraid, but they are afraid because things are different. They're not used to being with mom and dad all the time or grandma and grandpa all the time. So things are a lot different. But I think as long as they hear your soothing voice, um, that you're, um, uh, uh, sharing with them how you were feeling um, and just uh, holding them, cuddling, having cuddle time is a good thing to do with the, the little ones. Mm. Um, I don't know that a preteen is going to let you do that, but but the little ones will. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Thank you, Miss Linda. Nate, Pastor Nate, what are, what are you sensing and hearing? Yeah, so um, I, first of all, I just want to say that there is no substitution for being together in a in a lobby in a church on a Sunday morning and rubbing shoulders with people and you know catching up with with each other so the ability to really have the pulse of what everybody's doing is just it's just different you know in this time with social distancing um, I've been on zoom calls I've connected with some of my adult leaders and some parents and students and um, you know the thing that I'm sensing and um, one parent was ahead of the curve on this, and they said it, and I kind of put it in my back pocket, but I have seen it to be true. Um, I think that maybe I am most sad for our current group of high school seniors. Um, they've been through, you know, a tough, tough portion of their senior year, and now we were just kind of getting to the good stuff. You know, now is prom, and now is graduation, and now is graduation parties, and all of that is really... Um, you know, it's, it's just not happening the way they thought that it was going to. And so there's there's some real sadness with that, and I am sad, you know, with them. Um, I think a lot of students uh, are coping by doing a lot of the same things they would otherwise do. Um, you know, it's Netflix, it's video games, it's, you know, that sort of thing. It's uh, staying up late and going, getting up later, you know. Um, it's, it's that kind of thing. Um that is that's happening. Um, we talked a little bit this weekend about uh, just the different spring break plans that have, you know, gone by the wayside, and, and there's a there's a there's a recognition of loss with all of that. And so I feel for students and all of that. From the parent perspective, there are frustrations. I think it's completely normal to be a parent and say, I feel like I'm losing my mind right now. You know, I've got these kids underfoot, and their attitude is not always good, and I'm you know being forced to know navigate that as a parent but the thing that I really have noticed most about parents and I want to commend parents is that what I've heard a lot more of uh, I haven't heard a lot of why why is this happening or why is this happening to me and it's been more of a pragmatic thing of okay so this is happening now what do I do about it and I've just seen a lot of creativity a lot of solutions every parent is doing what they think is 
you know, best for their family. They know their kids best and trying to do things that make sense and work. And it's been, it's been really cool to see some of the things that they've come up with, uh, you know, with the curveball that they've been thrown. That's really good, Nate. Um, thanks. Uh, one question that I want to pose to both you and Miss Linda um, wasn't on our list, but I think you kind of tied into it, is how important, especially for the older children into the students, is it for their children to see mom and dad, number one, coping with this, but also being just a little bit vulnerable and letting them see sides of their parents that normally they don't see. Uh, Nate, why don't you speak to that first? Yeah, you know, every parent is different with that. That's a really good question. It's tough for me to say, this is what you should do. Um, you know, I know that I've, I've been through situations before, you know, growing up as a teenager where uh, my parents dealt with some things that they just considered to be above my pay grade. And, and I didn't even know they were dealing with those things until after those things were well in the rearview mirror. So I understand that some parents, you know, maybe their strategy is to have those adult conversations with each other. Um, other families are more comfortable with processing things um, with with their students in the room. Um, I do think it is important, though, to to be honest. I think it's important, uh, an appropriate level of honest. And um, I think the more that you talk, the more that you make it okay for your student to talk. And I think I think maybe that's where I would land is. Um, they, your students are thinking something, they are feeling something, um, but do you know what they're thinking? Do you know what they're feeling? And probably the more open you are about what you're thinking and what you're feeling, the more safe they're going to feel to be uh, able to share with you and you'll have a better insight on your kids. So what I hear you saying, Nate, is don't make assumptions. Right, yeah. So Miss Linda, with Obviously, you wouldn't want to do this um, so much with the younger children in the home, but like your preteens, um, the value of them, and even some of the younger children seeing parents' faith during this time. Um, I think, uh, if you don't mind, I wouldn't mind mentioning or talking a little bit about how uh, even a preschooler or an elementary can navigate a little bit of the, the fear and the anxiety, and I think no, you're the expert. Go right ahead, Linda. No, <laughs> you're more so than I am. So, <laughs> I think it's good, though, for um, parents to realize that this is a good time to be able to teach these preschoolers or these little ones that it's okay to fear, it's okay to have anxiety, and this is how we're going to deal with it, and this is how we work it out. And it may be as simple as stopping and counting to three and taking a deep breath, and um, I think even at this age, you can start teaching it so that when they are older and they do have anxiety and fears as a, a preteen, um, they'll have already experienced a little bit of it and uh, walked through it. And there's no better time than right now that we're all feel, feeling a little bit anxious about things. I think also um, explain things to them in simple words. Um, don't try to use big words. We're hearing on the news. Um, just uh, talk with them in simple ways. Um, Maybe it's something as some a fear might be um, the I know my little grandson is afraid of loud noises sometimes, and so that um, like a hand dryer at a at a, uh, at a in a restroom might scare them. Then you might um, tell them something like you can try this if you'd like. 
Um, I know it scares you, but don't be afraid. Um, maybe the next time you can uh, listen to it or try drying your hands with this hand dryer. So there's different different ways um, to help them navigate the fear that they're fearing right now or hearing or the anxiety that they're having right now. Um, and I, but I do think, again, I mentioned the soothing tone that a parent has. It's always good to talk um, softly to the children and explain. I know right now, being with your kids 24-7, sometimes you don't feel like talking quietly with them. <laughs> but, um, but I think something like that, make it personal. Um, mm. Help them to, to see how you handle situations. Um, they're watching you very closely to see what you're doing. Um, not only you know your child, I think you've, you... Uh, can see the difference that they're, they're uh, that, like I said, that they're experiencing that's, the way. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That that's really good, Linda. the The other thing I guess that I would add is, for parents especially, do they have other adults that they're able to communicate with, and just kind of, you know, bounce things back and forth, or at least their own support group so that they don't feel like they have to be supermen and wonder women to their kids without that support themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've seen um, uh, several of the adults doing um, Zooms as well, Zoom meetings and talking, and I think that's a good thing to do. And I've watched them share examples that they're doing in their homes uh, via Facebook with each other and, and other people getting ideas. And, um, you know, we're, we're not all, none of us are perfect parents at all. Um, but we can glean from each other how we are handling this situation. Mm, that's good. Um, also, just the whole element of grace, of being able to extend grace to our kids. <laughs> because these, you know, None of us have ever gone through a time like this, and so we're all trying to find our way. And are we willing to to extend the benefit of the doubt, you know, when situations come into play? So good stuff, guys. Um, both of you have kind of touched on this a little bit, but what is uh, Grace Kids and GSM making available for parents and for students and kids since we're not able to meet in groups. And uh, Miss Linda, I'll let you go first on this one. Okay, we are really, um, we have used Orange Curriculum for a number of years, and it is absolutely a great support system. For me as a children's ministry director, it provides lots of things. Um, one of my favorite is the Parent Q app, which is free to download. Um, and you can watch um, you'll know exactly what your child, the age they're at right now, uh, what they should be, um, how they should be responding or what they should be doing or how they're acting. And uh, so the ParentQ app is really one of the most, uh, I think, important things, especially right now, um, since we aren't meeting on Sunday morning. It gives the video that we teach the lesson each week. Um, it's, it, it actually has the video on that app. And there are so many different articles that you can highlight or click on, and um, it'll talk about the struggles they're having now, the anxiety, just uh, the different things that kids are going through right now. So there's just a lot of uh, good parenting uh, things from the ParentQ app and from Orange Curriculum. So I would encourage that. One of the things that we have been doing through, I think Pastor Melanie has been sending out our link each week 
with our lessons. There's one for preschool. There are video lessons that are very well produced. Uh, preschool, middle school, I'm sorry, preschool, elementary, and preteens. And there's three different levels of them. And you can watch them all together as a family or just uh, the one individual one that uh, relates to your child. We've also sent out our actual curriculum that our teachers, our small group leaders would have been using uh, for activities for the kids to do um, with their children as well. So those are something I also have been posting on Facebook. Um, our Grace Kids Can Be Indiana Facebook page. Uh, I've been posting different uh, links and things and information that might be helpful to them. So those are some of the ways that um, we have been able to partner with the parent, the parents right now during this um, social distancing that we're doing. I do miss, I think Nate was right, I do miss the rubbing of the shoulders, the, the seeing my kids. In fact, I, I could cry. I miss them a lot. Um, there's nothing like being together with a group of kids and having fun and talking about Jesus and learning together. So I do miss that very much, and I'm anxious for us to get back to that. But until then, I think we've got plenty of resources to be able to still do church together. Mm, that's really good, Linda, and, and thank you so much for all the things that you and your team are doing um, to help parents and to encourage kids and, and, and equip the parents to um, take up a, maybe a, a little bit heavier load of, you know, what normally they have relied on Grace Kids to do on a Sunday morning. And uh, you guys are just, you're doing a wonderful job with that. And as the pastor, I just want to commend you with that. And um, also, you know, for parents to just encourage them um, to lean into these resources that are available and um, not feel intimidated with that. Like, oh, well, I don't know this uh, material, so I don't know if I'm going to tap into it. For those of the parents that are maybe investigating faith or new to faith, what I have found over the years is that many times children, children's curriculum is a great way to learn uh, some of the basic truths about God and, and Jesus and the Bible and the church. And so it could be a way that even parents who are new to faith or investigating faith could, could be encouraged as well. So um, that's exciting. Linda, you had mentioned something about Zooming in or having Zoom time with, yeah. with your... Uh, <laughs> you and I are of the generation that I don't, I don't know if you remember. Now, we're going to date ourselves on this. I don't know if you ever watched PBS, but there was a show called Zoom. And, and the theme song was, we're going to Zoom, 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 uh, Zoom. And every time... I hear somebody say they're zooming. That song comes to my mind. So, and and I I do need to say that last night on the vision night, Pastor Jason admitted that I can sing. I don't know if people <laughs> caught that, but we have it on video. So, but uh, you had mentioned about the preteens, and that's something that yeah. you're doing as well, right? Yeah, Wednesday nights. Um, I. I, for, I did it one time last week was the first time and I must say I was very nervous I, I it just sick at my stomach trying to 
figure out how to make it all work. It's pretty simple, and uh, we've had a lot of help from uh, a couple of parents. And so we made it work, and we had a good time. We actually did a scavenger hunt. The kids mm. enjoyed it. Uh, and one of the things I have not been able to find very well is toilet paper. So they all found the roll of toilet paper. <laughs> the the, the virtual paper. toilet paper, right? You're not having trouble with literal <laughs> I, toilet yeah. paper. I finally found a, Yeah, I finally got some at the store the other day. Okay. So, but, um, but we, yes, we've been doing... I'm going to try to do it this evening as well. So, um, uh, yes. And that's something new to me. So and, I'm, and, trying, I'm learning. I'm learning. And here's something, too, that it, it may sound a little funny. But um, for the parents, if you're having trouble with technology, you may want to ask your kids to help you. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't aimed at you, Linda. That was for the parent that's like, I don't know about this. Um, But uh, so, Nate, in just a moment, I'm going to let you uh, respond. But I do have a trivia question for you, Nate, or Miss Linda, or even our our, uh, uh, listeners. Uh, What movie does this come from? I love technology. Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite, the worst <laughs> movie of all time. <laughs> I am dating myself. But anyway, um, I have to say that I am loving technology, but I know it can be challenging for some. So, Nate, what, what is going on in uh, uh, GSM for students? Yeah, quick story with Napoleon Dynamite. Um, I watched that movie for the first time on the back end of a spring break trip with students to Florida. And uh, so I got home, uh, had driven, uh, you know, all those miles, got home, unpacked, put in Napoleon Dynamite, and I didn't fall asleep. Uh, and I still love the movie. Not every, It's a love-hate relationship between that movie and some people. I love it. Uh, so do you have a liger in your house? I don't have a liger. Okay. Uh,
been so valuable to us. So that that's really kind of what we're doing. There's some other things that we want to start doing that are just honestly just fun. Um, and I've, uh, we've got some more technology upgrades that need to happen before some of those things can happen. But I'm hoping in the next week to 10 days we can roll out some things that will just allow us to be together, not for the purpose of the lesson, but just to be together. So um, I'll be happy to announce those things when they uh, and and to Nate, um, great job. Um, I know that for both of you, this has presented um, some challenges. But what I'm seeing and hearing uh, from you know you and parents and uh, you guys are just really caring uh, for students and kids and parents uh, in some really hard times and. Uh, I really do believe that as we go through this time, we're going to see some real encouraging things as a result. And it's just like God to take tough situations and work his power and his uh, plan uh, into beautiful, beautiful things. So um, that, that really kind of takes us to the, to the next question. Have you guys noticed or heard any God things, God stories um, within your respective ministries? Yeah, let, me, let me just quickly, uh, just bullet point kind of thing. These came out of our parent prayer time, Marty. Um, just things, things that parents have, have shared. Um, uh, one family shared that every morning at breakfast, they are now, um, be, before they eat breakfast, everybody... They've got a little chart that they've made up, and they need to. They're they're sharing one thing that they're thankful for, because they they notice it's really easy to see all of the things that we don't have right now. So what are you thankful for? And um, it, it's they've been doing that consistently. Um, a parent um, shared, you know, what a relief it was that spring break was here, even though they're not going anywhere. Their plans had been canceled. Just being able to take a step back from e-learning uh, has been good for their kids. It's been good for their family. Um, a mom uh, and dad shared with me that uh, their family went on a walk together the other night outside of their home. That hasn't happened in years. Um, you know, typically uh, they've got three kids and they all are talented. They're all going places. They're all busy. And, you know, one's over here, and the, the other's over here, and the other one's here, and mom and dad are doing things, and we just went and took a walk as a family. Um, there, uh, I love, uh, a, another story was just that uh, this mom and her kid had been exercising together every night, um, trying to stay in shape, and uh, it got to the weekend, and the mom said, you know, it's Saturday, we're just going to take it easy, and, and her kid said, no, let's, let's keep going, let's keep the streak going. And, uh, you know, that's just an incredible thing, you know, when I look at that, that a freshman, a freshman guy is exercising with his mom. Um, that, to me, that would not happen were it not for the times that we are in. And, and it's exactly what you talked about, um, that idea of God taking and, and growing things that are beautiful out of a hard time. And I, none of these things would have happened uh, were it not for the time that we're in. That's that's really cool, uh, Miss Linda. What anything that comes to your mind? Yeah, I do. 
I was thinking about some of the things that I, I, when I do call these children and what they tell me they're doing, and it's pretty exciting to see the interactions that the children are having together and siblings together and what they're doing with each other. And I was really excited when one family shared that they had gone to some their neighborhood driveways and drawn chalk drawings on their neighbors' driveways so that they could they couldn't be around their neighbors. But once they left, the neighbors could come out and see some of the love that they've shown them with their drawings on the driveway. And I thought that was a, a, a God thing, a way to show love and kindness. We, in March, we, uh, in February, we talked about love with the kids. And in March, it was on forgiveness. And so I, I was trying to think of love things that I've heard of the children doing. And that was one that I really it stood out. Another one was um, there was a, one, of our, uh, ch- one of our families. Um, they painted their windows um, with paint, and it looked like stained glass windows. And I thought, what a neat thing for parents or people walking by, because I have noticed a lot of people out walking. And with families, they're walking together and sharing that time together, like Nate mentioned. Uh, But to see that, the windows of a house, all beautiful and colored, and so it was a way that the kids could share um, their talents with um, their neighbors, uh, rather than to be with their neighbors. Um, so I think finding ways, I think, to show love to people without um, without actually being with them is kind of neat to see. And the, I notice kids are using their creativity. And, um, uh, again, just doing a, a lot of kids have been on their trampolines, jumping around and enjoying each other. And uh, just uh, spending time with each other, I think, has been really an Anything that I know would not have happened because unless um, the social distancing took place because we'd all be going different ways to our games and our sports and all the different things we normally do. So so I've seen a slowing down uh, where people can really appreciate and enjoy each other. Um, I also, I think back to 1978, again, dating ourselves or myself um, to the blizzard, and it, it slowed things down, and I have the fondest memories of times with my siblings and my parents um, staying cooped up inside the house. I know it was dangerous and people did die during the blizzard as well as things during this, or people are dying during the coronavirus, but we are getting to spend time with people we love and sharing with each other. And um, there'll be memories that we will look back on once we get through this, we'll look back on it and we will thank God for the time that we did have together. Mm. That's really good, Linda. Um, Nate, you remember that blizzard, right? Um, or are you like me? Um, our parents, our parents told us about that. Yeah, I was almost excited that I was a product of the uh, of the blizzard, and I, I did the math. It's not correct. <laughs> not correct. Almost, but not not quite. Oh, um, well, thank you, guys. One of the things that I wanted to mention, and I know that periodically you guys have talked about this too. Um, As a church, we have a subscription to a service called Right Now Media, and the way it is explained is it's a Christian Netflix service, and I know both of you have been referencing that periodically, but um, there's both uh, for parents, there's things for children, there's things for students, um, just a a wide variety of of helpful tools there, and... uh, so here's uh, we're making it available to anyone uh, for uh, grace, 
If uh, you are not getting that service or would like to subscribe, just simply send us an email at the church uh, at info.discovergrace.net, info at discovergrace.net, info at discovergrace.net, and just let us know that you would like to get a subscription to uh, Right Now Media. It's free to you. The church um, pays for the subscription, and then you can start exploring some of those um, tools and, and things that may help you uh, in, in this month, as we still have another 29 days. But who's counting, right? Uh, it is 29, or is it 28 now? I don't know. But um, And then also, um, parents, uh, students, if you have questions or you want some of the resources that you're not getting those, or, or you just want to reach out to Miss Linda or Pastor Nate, uh, feel free to send them an email at Linda at discovergrace.net. Um, and then for Pastor Nate, it's simply nate at discovergrace.net. So I'm going to let you two uh, jump off the line here, but thank you so much for taking time to just uh, share and uh, encourage. And, and also, too, guys, for all the work you're doing in, in pretty uh, challenging days. So Thank you so much, and uh, we'll be in touch. All right, yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. We will uh, hope to see you guys soon. Thank you. All right, and uh, just to wrap things up here, I know that some of you may be wondering about the Corona Tunes Challenge. We have extended it one more week, and this is the list of your top 10 Corona Tunes, and we have two categories. We have encouragement, and then we have the fun, crazy... Um, uh, creative tunes. We've gotten some in, but we wanted to extend it. We're going to be announcing the winner of the winners because there will be two categories, so there will be two major awards. And uh, send those to us at info at discovergrace.net, and we will be sure to uh, announce the winners. So, Grace, in the meantime, be safe, wash your hands and have faith.